0: Exciting, exciting place to be, exciting worship. It's wonderful having our little girl in the house today, Lindsay Lindsay Prater, and her little baby back there. And she is so cute, and she's actually asleep, is she not? She's sleeping? She'll probably sleep through my sermon, or maybe wake up and cry, who knows. But she is so, we're so blessed, we're so blessed. And we're so glad you're here, so glad you're a part of the the Pulse Church. And uh, I'm going to preach to you a message about knowing the Word of God about knowing the Word of God is so important that we know the Word of God, especially in this season uh, of, of soul winning that the Lord is taking us into. We need, to, we need to know the Word of God. Lord, help us to know your Word today. Help us to know what you're going to do in our lives, Father. Uh, we just pray, Father Lord, for revelation, Father Lord, today in, in, our, in our hearts and in our lives. Lord, as I preach this message that the gates of hell shall not prevail against us, and Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. And we love you for it because it is in the name of Jesus that we pray and ask these things. And amen. As Christians, we are called disciples of Christ. That's what you and I are. We are called disciples. A disciple is a follower of him who accepts and, and will spread the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. And this requires our faith. It it, it it requires a, a fa- our faith to be able to do this, and this is what some of the last words that Jesus said before he left the earth. He said in Matthew twenty eight nineteen, he says Jesus' final words were saying this: "Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit." Understand this: twenty nine percent. That is three out of ten people who attend church say they do not invite people to church. Now, I asked you last week to not invite people to church, but the statistic says that 29%, which is 3 out of 10 people who attend church, they say that they will not and do not invite people to church. While this call is clear, many Christians struggle with sharing their faith for various reasons. A, A recent study... A recent study showed that only 2% of evangelical Christians share their faith with others. 2%. 2% share their faith with others. The number one reason in this Gallup poll that was given on why people do not, Christians do not share their faith with others is this. Fear. 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 Fear is the number one reason why people do not share their faith. They are afraid that they will be ridiculed, disapproved of, persecuted by the world. The questions are, and the excuses that were given is, they might not listen to me. What if sharing my faith cost me a friend? Hell friend, hell friend, hell friend. Hmm. That's not hard, is it? They might ask questions that I cannot answer. What if they ask a question that I cannot answer? Here's the revelation. 2 Timothy 1.7 says this, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He's given us all those things. Now, now let's, let's dissect that down a little bit. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So, what is the opposite of fear? Faith. Who is the author of fear? Satan. So what Satan is doing to the church is he's causing the the church, the saints, the disciples of Christ to be fearful in sharing Satan's enemy who is God's word. Isn't it not plain as the nose on my face on what Satan would try to do? He tries to get us fearful. He tries to get us fearful because what is this person going to say? You have got to get yourself into a place with your relationship with Jesus where you don't care. We, we have our stand on abortion, don't we? We, we, have our, we have our stand against our race car driver. We have our stand against our football team. And if anybody stands against that football team, it's going to be on. But, but, but yet we'll let people use the Lord's name in vain and we say nothing because we're, we're fearful of what they may say. Well, that's the problem. That's why the world has got itself in the shape that it's in because of the 98% that won't share His gospel. He said in 2 Timothy 1, 7, as I said before, For God hath not given me the spirit, given us the spirit of fear. Fear is a, a fear is a spirit, and we have to rebuke that thing, and we have to get that thing out of our lives, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Do you know that, you, that there is no way that you can get any more power than you have right now? No way that you can get any more power. Your spirit is perfect. There is nothing that your spirit needs, it lacks nothing. And so, what you have to understand is what you have to do is tap into the power of the source, the source of Jesus Christ, the source of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something you need the Holy Ghost to help you. I've had people leave this church because I speak in tongues. I don't really care because let me tell you something. I know that I can speak in tongues and I can talk to Jesus. I know that I can speak in tongues and I can talk to Jesus. I know that I I go through the house someday. You know, when I worked, when I'm driving down the road, I'll go through there and I'm just speaking in tongues. You know why? Because there's no breakdown of the interpretation. My feelings are not in what I'm saying in tongues. Isn't that good? It's my spirit talking to Jesus, talking to the Holy Ghost, talking to the three in one. (coughs) It's like, see, people are afraid of it, and I don't know why people are afraid of it. We've had people leave this church because people are afraid of the Holy Ghost. (coughs) What I'm afraid of is that people, people, this is what I think people are afraid of, is they're going to get it is that they're going to get it. They're going to have to straighten up some things and they're going to get it. (coughs) Satan has offered a bait of fear and Christians have allowed fear to paralyze their faith. Paralyze their faith in 2nd Timothy 2 chapter 15 uh, chapter 2 verse 15 it says this it says because here's the here's the challenge of why uh, one of the questions is is because what if somebody asks us a question that we don't know well here let me give you a scripture let me go back before I uh, hit you with this one it, it says that at Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 he says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me so when Satan tries to paralyze your faith you throw this scripture at him that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can share my faith because of who I am in Jesus And, and sometimes I wonder it's around the water cooler in the, on Monday morning. And people, you know, I've had people, you know, where, where I've been and attend church and this kind of stuff. And you can say, oh, man, we, we, had, we had people around the altar. We had people saved and we had people filled in the Holy Ghost. We saw people delivered from, from things in their lives. And you know what other Christians will say to that? They'll say, oh, that's good. The problem is, is they wonder why it's not going on at their church. So they get jealous about that kind of thing. Let me tell you something. If revival starts at any church up and down this road, let me tell you something. I want to be a part of it. Because the last I heard, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think we're on the same team. So the Bible tells me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So my... Faith does not have to be paralyzed. But one thing about it, as I said, that fear that people have, because what if they ask a question that's going to make me look stupid? Well, 2 Timothy 2.15 says this, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We have to study the show ourselves approved. Here's the thing. We're right now in a 21-day uh, in a 21-day Bible study on You version. I hope that you are involved in that. My goodness, if we if we wait all week for Sunday morning to come around for us to open our Bible, but yet we can watch 4 or 5 hours of TV a night but never open our Bible, where is our heart? Where is our heart? Somebody made a comment to me the other day that said that, uh, that they were just absolutely comfortable with where they are with their relationship. Well, I'm glad you are because I'm not. I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to press. I want to continue to move towards the mark of the high calling of God. You think time is short? It is short. It's almost 60 degrees outside in February in the last days you won't be able to tell the difference between the seasons and thank you Jesus I've checked the forecast all week and it's going to be so nice (coughs) study to show thyself approved in Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 and 9 and this is something that I'm going to preach to you today about. I'm going to preach to you about 10 scriptures that you can use to be able to, to utilize and to share your faith in Jesus. Now, here's what we're going to do. I am so serious about this. And I believe that Jesus is so serious about this. Is that we will be educating you to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to others. We are going to educate you in in this area, and and what we will have is we will, you know those five people that I asked you to, to think about last week that you came around the altar and that you prayed for? We are believing God for those five people that you know to get saved this year. You know, it's one thing to know about five people that need to be saved, but it's one thing to do something about it. Well, you probably have the fear of God come over to you. You say, really? You mean you're going to have me to, to go and witness to, them, uh, to those people? Yes, and, and you're going to be able to share Jesus with those people. You know, we have a men's breakfast coming up on March the 16th. And what I've asked the men to do is to bring one family member and one friend. And your family member can't attend here. One family member outside of this, of this church and one friend. You say, well, why? It's all about us just getting together. It's about evangelism. We are called to evangelize. Well, that's your job, preacher. I'm not called to that. Well, we are disciples for Christ, so we're called. Called to evangelize. I'm not afraid to evangelize to anyone. I was talking to an attorney yesterday and sharing Jesus with him. Time is short. I'm going to give you ten scriptures. And, And I'm going to send these by way of messenger. They're also going to be on this message. And I encourage you after tomorrow to share this message with people through iTunes so that people can... Let me tell you something. I've got a whole new life because I'm trying to figure out Instagram. Lindsay and I sat down last night. And she opened up a whole new world of things that I didn't know about Instagram. And I'm thinking, man, I can share Jesus through this and hashtag this and hashtag that and all this kind of stuff and be able to to win. Because it's all about souls. My goodness, the devil uses the internet. Why can't God? People say, well, I hate Facebook. I love Facebook. You know why? Because I don't get involved in the drama of Facebook. We share Jesus through Facebook. I like it. He tells us to study to show thyself approved unto God. Now let me give you these ten scriptures, and then I'll send them to you because you need to know these. And, and, and here's what we're going to do is that we are going to role play. I'm going to, to I'm going to to announce uh, I, I'm going to announce not today, but I'm going to announce that we are going to have teams that are going to be educated and we're going to have a leader for each one of those teams and we are going to role play and we are going to get comfortable in witnessing, to Jesus, uh, witnessing uh, the name of Jesus to other people. He said, well, why would you do that? Because if you're not doing it, you need to be taught how to do it. Are you with me? I've gone through more sales class, classes over the years than you could ever imagine. What we are doing is we are promoting the name of Jesus. We're not promoting the Pulse Church. We are promoting the name of Jesus. And Lord, forgive me for promoting the Pulse Church as much as we have for the past five years but, and, and not promoting you first because it's about Jesus, not about the Pulse. But these scriptures, you need to know these, and I'll send them to you. Ephesians chapter two eight and nine it says for grace, it says for grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God not of works lest any man should boast. Now how could you use that scripture in witnessing to somebody? Well preacher, if you only knew what I have done. Thank God for grace. We may not want to offer it to other people, but we sure want to take a bath in it don't we oh my goodness it got quiet right there yeah we don't want to offer grace to the person that did us wrong but yet we sure want grace from God it's like uh, we're we're going to ask God to forgive us of our debt but the other people that owe us something we're uh, no no we still want that help us Jesus you were saved through faith not of yourselves no one can save yourselves understand something that soul winning soul winning is supernatural there's nothing physical about soul winning when you get saved when you get saved there is a supernatural transformation that takes place in you that man can't do only God can it's supernatural you say, are you talking hokey pokey? No, I'm talking supernatural. See, because God is a spirit. And we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. Stay with me. Here we go. So it's through grace. So when you're witnessing to somebody and you're sharing Jesus with somebody, you can say, well, preacher, I've d- really done a lot and, I, and there's no way that, that, that God could save me. Oh, yes, in Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9, it says this. And then and you have that memorized or you have that scripture in your Bible. I'm getting ready to buy a new Bible uh, and just, uh, I'm just going to get one that's, uh, that's real small and, and that I can carry with me and that I can mark and, and have, be able to, to go. Because see... I'm going to add something to you today from last week. I want you to share your faith because it's very important, but you have to add God's Word to your testimony. You have to add God's word with your testimony. It's one thing to tell somebody that you were a sinner and you did this and you did that. And yes, we all did and we all fall short and we all came short and we all did. But we're not there anymore because we're saved, we're sanctified, we're filled. God's doing great things in our lives. So the next step is is that we have to share God's word along with our testimony. But you can't stand on promises if you don't know what they are. We're going to school. We're going to school. Because what we're doing here is not working. If it was working, what was it we said? How many did we have last week? Less? Do you remember? Okay, we should okay, last week. Okay, so the so this week we should have one thirty six. That's next week. What was the week? What was the week before that? How many should we be today? 68, how many do we have today? 37, okay, 37, so we're, we're 30 short, how come? How come? Now this is the part where I don't say anything until you come back with an answer. How come? We're not doing our job. Am I trying to bring condemnation on anybody? No. What's some other reasons? Why why, why is there not sixty some people here today? They're not ready to give up. You're still preaching to them, still sharing Jesus with them. They're not ready to give up. Are we inviting them? No, we don't want to do that. But we want to share our faith. How many people were able to share their faith with some people? I've heard some stories already about people that have shared their faith this week. And wow, what wonderful stories. And and we can't give up. We need to continue to to to, to not give in. But what we have to do is understand that those people are coming in. Because if you're praying, there is going to be a supernatural revival that will take place. Hold on. It's not to make anybody feel bad. But just like Rod Parsley said to his big congregation, he said, if this is the way it is, I'll go do something else. He said, because it's about souls. We've got to win souls. I didn't say I said that. He said that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But, but we also have to understand that, uh, uh, that if, if we're not feeling knowledgeable enough, if we don't have the knowledge that we need, uh, th- then what do you do? How do you get knowledge? You go to school. When I, when I, I mean, you understand something. that When I did my undergraduate degree, I was 40 years old when I graduated. I was 40 years old when I graduated. A buddy of mine, Keith Cobb, some of you all know him from our marriage counseling, he told me one time, he said, he said, you need to go back to college. And I said, well, I said, I'm going to be 40 years old when I graduate. You know what he said? You're going to be 40 anyway. We should be so hungry, dripping for wanting to know what God is going to do next in our life. I don't have the whole vision. But one thing I do know is that we have got to make disciples of you and we have to make disciples of other people because time is short. And I want you to pray and ask God to give you a burning desire to win souls for Him. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. Here's another scripture: For he hath, for for he made him who knew no sin, and be made sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God with him. Now, how can we share that? That's got a lot of that's got a lot of tongue twisting stuff in there. But but to stop and think. You know. You, you can go up to, you could share your faith and be using the Scripture. And I'm not saying you have to use all ten, but you need to learn some and, and get them in, your, get them in your, your repertoire on winning souls to Jesus. But it, 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 basically what you're saying here is that Jesus knew no sin, but he took on yours and my sin so, so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. So anything that you have done, anything that you have committed, Jesus can forgive you of that sin. Isn't that so wonderful? And you can share that with no condemnation. You don't have to look at somebody and say you're going to hell. They know it. They know it. In 2 Corinthians, as I read to you, he says, he knew no sin, but yet took on sin. Jesus took on alcoholism on the cross. He took lust on the cross. Cross. He took gossip on the cross. He took everything that you go through, everything that he was persecuted on, and everything that he suffered with. He he was tempted just like you are and me, but without sin. How come he did that without sin? Come on, help me now. How come he did that without sin? This is where I stop and wait on the response. How, how could Jesus be tempted but didn't sin? Through God. Uh, through God. So can we do it? On our own? Through God. Through God in that good? I figured out how to do this to you. I just stop and ask a question and you all answer. That's really good. Because, see, that, that's what we need to do is we need to interact and we need to talk to one another instead of me up here sweating and spitting all over you. See, people have, people have been trained. I've heard it more probably bar up here than I've ever heard anywhere that I've ever seen is that everybody around here is sinners and they go to church. I've heard that more than I could ever imagine. People saying, well, I'm a sinner. Well, I don't know about you, but I was once a sinner. But now I'm free. (laughs) I'm no longer a slave to sin. You say, well, preacher, have you sinned? Sure, we've sinned. Our flesh sins. Our, Our flesh can sin. But also, you can tell your flesh not to. Like I've told you before, if you can tell your flesh, if you can tell your flesh not to eat, you can tell your, not to sin. You can tell it not to sin. Sin feels too good. That's why people do it. These scriptures are so important and you need to know these scriptures. Acts chapter 16, 30 and 31 says this, and this it says, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with all, uh, uh, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Now, how can you complicate that scripture? That's what he says. In, in Acts chapter 4 verse 12 it says, "Neither is there salvation uh, in any other, for there is none other name under heaven under earth that's been given to men whereby we must be saved." In John chapter 5, verse 24, truly, truly, which is like, Verily, verily, I say unto you that, that whosoever hears my word and believes him who sent me from et- has eternal life. And he goes on to say, he does not come unto judgment, but he has passed from death to life. And, and what you've got to do is, is that I encourage you to go into your Bible and I encourage you to find scriptures. You can even Google it. Go in and Google uh, uh, scriptures that that will lead somebody to Jesus. Even though I don't think Google's saved, but he'll find those scriptures for you. And you can learn, and you can, and you can begin to to develop. Because what you have to do is you have to develop your own way of winning souls to be comfortable. You have to be able to do that within your heart. Christy used to uh, to work with Child Evangelism Fellowship, and and, and she she knows how she can win a kid to Jesus so quick just through this wordless book that they they have and, and but, but guess what when Christy was doing that I couldn't tell you how many times I got saved she practiced on me and 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 then guess what she practiced on me some more and then she got comfortable with it and I had to answer questions. We are going to get you comfortable. We are going to, you're going to have a team leader that will help you to be able to get comfortable. You will rehearse this. You will, let me tell you something. I, I hope this gets in your spirit that you will rehearse this till you get comfortable. And then you'll be able to share this. I, I, I'm, some people are natural at it. You know, some people can share their faith right now, and you don't have to. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to. I mean, we probably you're you're the ones that need to be the team leaders because you can share it. It's easy for me to share something that I believe in. It's easy for me to share. It's not hard for me to talk about Jesus. I was standing on the beach in Daytona. It was hot that day. What's our buddy's name, Christy, down there? What's that guy's name with the bicycle? You know what I'm talking about. It's a guy, I can't remember his name. Huh? What is it? If you think of it, holler it out. But anyway, this guy comes up to us. And he he starts his pitch about timeshares. And, you know, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I don't want to, you know, I'm not interested. And I looked at him and I said, Do you know Jesus as your Savior? And he started tears running down his cheeks about his relationship with Jesus. And every time we go to the beach we see him. It's awful. His name has just left me. Sawyer. His name is Sawyer. His name is Sawyer. And he's a he's a tremendous guy. He's just a great guy and and you know and i saw him last year when we were there he come up and he hugged me and and uh, i mean just a good guy i told him if you ever made it to west virginia i said you got a pulpit so you can come preach because he shares jesus where he is isn't it amazing that we can share Jesus no matter where we are, whether we're in an airport or whether we're in a, in a restaurant or wherever we might be, we can share Jesus because he, it's not like we have to turn him on and turn him off. Because he goes on to say in here that there is no judgment in John 5, 24. He did not come into judgment but has passed from death to life. Then in Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 13, it talks about uh, uh, our Father in in heaven. How will be thy name? The Lord's Prayer. Thy, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us and our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You've got to figure it out. you've got to figure out a, a scripture or two that you can add into your testimony, because it's all based on the Word of God. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, it says, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and him and eat with him, and he with me." See, I'm particular when I when I uh, talk about Jesus and when I share Jesus with people. I, I like going to the Book of Revelation. I like using some scripture over into the book of Revelation. Uh, talking about the end times. I like talking about the end times. I don't like to scare people into the end times but I like to, to to talk about what what God is going to do and what's going to happen and there's going to be a book that is open and then there's going to be another book and, and just sharing the, the gospel of Jesus Christ to people that the rapture of the church is going to take place. I asked a guy the other day, I said, do you believe in the rapture of the church? He said, tell me more. I said, it's when Jesus, I said, I said imagine you and I, and I don't put him in that situation, I said, I said this to him. I said, imagine me not being a Christian and you're saved to make it non-offensive. And I said, and we're driving down the road And I said, and Jesus is the Son of God And God is at the And Jesus is at the right hand of the Father Making intercession for you and me And I said, but think about this God is going to look at His Son And He is going to say, Son, go get my children And then what's going to happen is Jesus is going to stand up Glory to God He is going to stand up And He is just going to step out on the clouds And immediately the Christians are going to To be caught up in the, air, the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first The the absolutely the the graveyards are going to be like a toaster people popping up out of them and and, and they're going back to heaven they're going to heaven and then those that remain will be caught up and we will be caught up in the air Boy, I was sharing that with somebody the other day and I got hot about it. I said, oh yeah, let me tell you something else that happened. You know why? Because I'm passionate about it. See, we can share something if we're passionate. But if we don't care, here's the problem. We're so caught up in ourselves that we don't care. I'm convinced of it. And we can't be that way. In Matthew chapter 9, 6 through 8, it says, But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sin. He has that authority to forgive sin. Jesus said, I did not come to condemn the world, but I came to save the world. He came to save us. So guess what? He left. He left. His work is done. Jesus said, it is finished. So he goes to heaven. He's making intercession for you and me. And now it's our job because we're disciples. And here's what you have to understand something, is that, and I shared a little bit about this last week, about Simon Peter denying Jesus three times, but yet preached one of the greatest simplicity messages in Acts chapter 2, and brought 3,000 people to Jesus. And, And see, here's what you've got to remember, is that yes, we all have a past, but you need to get rid of your, you just need to get a new past, and forget about your past, and start fresh and say hey this is where I came from but let me tell you what God did and God say me yeah I may have been on drugs and I may have had sex and I may have done this and I may have done that and and I've done this and I've went to went to uh, to uh, to a person over this and I beat up this person over that and I clicked on this and I cussed this person out and I flipped somebody I saw somebody on Instagram today they had 10 pictures and all 10 pictures were sticking their middle finger up and I'm thinking how crazy is that they were sticking their middle finger up at everybody and guess what they are following the Pulse church they're following the Pulse church which is wonderful. So here's the thing. The first thing that you think of, well, yeah, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to unfollow that person because they're flipping their finger up at everybody. Oh, but if I unfollow them, then I'm not going to hear this message today. I'm not saying go out there and, and waller in the hog pen. But what I'm saying to you is that if we're going to win souls for Jesus, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? We've got to bring them in. I'm not going to delete that person. You know why? Why? Because if I delete them, they're they're not going to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're not going to see the things that I'm promoting about our church or about Jesus. They're not going to see those things, but if if I leave them attached to it, can you imagine somebody coming to Jesus because of that? Do you know that we shared a link to YouTube today? All through all the people on Instagram that follow the Pulse Church, that follow me, that, that follow my friends list, they all have a link and they may be watching today if not they may watch it later and it's not about me but it's about reaching souls technology church has made it easy in a lot of ways all you have to do is when this message hits you you just share it and you send it out to people We want to get you into a place where you can sit down and you can share and have a cup of coffee with your friends. You can go over to your friend's house and and share. Uh, Jesus with him. you can go to a restaurant and share Jesus with him. you can on March the 16th when we have our men's breakfast you can call a, fr- a family member and a friend and bring them to the Pulse Church so that we can have breakfast with them it's because it's about relationship it's about a relationship with Jesus God is a relational God he has a relationship with us and we want other people to have a, re- a relationship with him here's the problem we are holding Jesus under a bushel we just assume that people know. It's getting to the place, church, where we've got to share it. In Matthew nineteen twenty-five and 26, when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. All things are possible. If you can put these scriptures into action, and put them, and what we're going to teach you over the next several weeks is to share your testimony. And what I want you to do right now and in and, and, and the, and the next week is I want you to, to, to write down your testimony. Sit down at a computer and type your testimony. Write down your testimony uh, and, and, and say, Well, I got saved, and when, and, and I, you know, hit the he, the here, what, when, where, how. Hit those things. And, and why you got saved. Uh, Make sure that you hit the high notes. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to look at your testimony. And then what we need to do is we need to fine-tune the testimony to where we're not 30 minutes into it, but we're just a few minutes into it. You say, well, that's not being led by Jesus. I'm trying to get you started. You say, well, there you go with that word I. No, I'm talking about we, Jesus Making disciples, because here's the thing, that's what we're to do is make disciples. But if you're not a disciple, how can we share it? How do you think, let me ask you this, how do you think that this church is going to grow spiritually? How is it going to grow spiritually? How is it? More souls. Let's say there's not another person, Jacob, that comes in this church. Yeah, we have to show ourselves approved do we not? We have to mature. See, here's here's what my mentor told me, James Ashworth. He may be listening today. I went to see him this past week. He's doing much better. Continue to pray for him. But I went to see him this week, and here's what he shares with me every time that I go. He says, John, he said, Brother John, He said, you need new converts in your church. He said, you don't need to go from other, and I appreciate everyone that's come from another church that that comes here, but but we don't want to pull people from other churches. You don't grow a church by other churches. That's just fish uh, jumping aquariums. That's all that is. New converts is church growth. It's spiritual growth. It's the growth that we need to be able to meet. And understand, God knows my heart. Lindsay watched last week. She said, I saw such sincerity in your, in your preaching, Dad, last week. Understand something. The time is so short, I don't want any loved one of mine to go to hell. I don't want any loved one to go to, uh, go to hell. And I, and I don't have to brag when this place is full. I don't want to. I, I'm done with that kind of stuff. I don't want to do that kind of stuff. I don't want to be able to brag and say, well, we had 100 on Sunday. How many got saved? None. How many got delivered? None. But we had a hundred. What does that prove? Help me, somebody. What does it prove? It doesn't prove anything. All it proves is that you had a hundred. There's a hundred people chose to come and be with you that day in in service. And and fine, great. But would we not rather be able to... uh, Jesus set the world on fire with twelve! Wow! So how do we share the gospel? We, like, like Sandy says, we've got to dig down. We've got to dig down deep and we've got to, we've got to, to, to set aside. You've got to set aside time and spend it with Jesus. If a person doesn't spend, and help me to understand this, if a person spends no time with Jesus on a given day, what does that say about it? It's not a priority. Is it? Well, I'm busy. I've got to work. Jesus worked. Gotta do this, gotta do that. well I'm just not going through anything right now if I, and when I, when I go through something again then I'll, I'll buckle down and hunker down and, and get with Jesus again I church am going to hold you accountable and you can hold me accountable because we have to be accountable to one another I may come up to you and say how many people did you talk to Jesus about this week I may not have anybody want to shake my hand after church you may hit the door because you're looking at your shoes on the way out. Well, I just didn't feel like it this week. I didn't feel like it this week. Well, it isn't based on how you feel, it's not based on how you feel. It's based about sharing Jesus. Well, I got to feel led to be able to share Jesus. You can get a ball bat and I can make you feel led. Yeah, sometimes you may drop in a carrot and try to get somebody in a conversation and they don't bite on it. Well, sometimes that happens. That's not up to you. But what you do is you pray and you ask God to send you people or you go to people that you can pray for. And and, and here's something else that we're going to start. Not only are we going to get ourselves into a place. Is it 1225? My goodness gracious. Well, we don't have Sunday night, so let's stay a little longer. By the way, we're going to start doing a Sunday night service a month. We're going to start doing a Sunday night service a month. Felt led of that last week. I thought I'd just let you know. I'm surprised some of you aren't falling into floor like a temper tantrum. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to church on Sunday night. I like being here myself. Not only are we going to be able to have scripture to be able to share. But your testimony, I, I want you to start writing your testimony down. Start writing your testimony down. And then I want you to start editing your testimony. And we're going to look at these and we're going to edit your testimony and say, okay, you probably don't have to go in deep detail here, but you may want to touch bases a little bit more in here and this kind of stuff. Do you know who edits all my papers? My wife. My wife edits my papers. I'm not brilliant. She is. She knows, like, she's like Kelly. She knows where to put the comma. I don't know where the comma goes. But we are going to educate you, help educate you by God's grace on how to share your testimony. So, what is your homework assignment? Write down your testimony. And if you don't have a testimony, get one. (laughs) Get one. Get one. And then we're going to find scriptures that will fall in line with your testimony. And then we're going to be able to allow you to practice this testimony. This is not an overnight thing. but, But we are going to get you into a place where you feel comfortable in sharing your testimony. One thing that you can start doing You can start doing this now You can go up to somebody And you can You know as you feel led Say how can I pray for you today Because we're going to get to that place Say preacher it's just not for me I'm just I'm I'm just going to sit here I'm just gonna sit here and just soak it all up in, and let you all do it. I hope you don't do that, because if you did that, I would think you didn't care about people. Well, all my family's safe, so you know I'm really I'm all right. So no, we got to get comfortable. You got to get comfortable. You can't share Jesus like Barb can share Jesus. You can't share Jesus like Emmett can share Jesus. You can't share Jesus like I share Jesus. You have to have you you have to have your own thing. So your homework assignment is to write down your testimony. Another part of your homework assignment is to start looking for scriptures, soul-winning scriptures that are scriptures that will play into your testimony. And we will help you if you can't find scriptures to, to, to implement into your testimony. We will help you to find scriptures to be able to do that. You say, man, you're really taking this thing to, ex- to the extreme. Well, Satan has taken stuff to the extreme, and it's time for us to take things to the extreme and winning souls for Jesus. Stand to your feet. You know I've been in sales all my life, and I learned, and I learned years ago that I can go up to somebody and I can shake their hand and start looking them in the eye and start nodding my head to get them to say yes. You start nodding their head, then they'll start nodding their head. Next thing you know, you've sold them. You know what I'm saying? You, it, it's part of it. You just start nodding your head. It's about sharing Jesus. It's about sharing Jesus. I encourage you to be praying for those five people that are on your heart for them to be saved. And God, we ask you, Father, that by the end of this year, we can have souls. That are coming into the kingdom. Before the end of the year, by spring, souls coming into the kingdom. We've had it all wrong because what we do is we invite people to church. That is the last thing that you do. You get them saved and you say, hey, man. You know, you, you can come to church and we'll love you and we'll help you and we'll educate you. We'll get you in a small group. We'll, we'll get you in a new convert class and we'll help you. Because let me tell you something. My mentor said this. He said, we need new souls coming into the kingdom. And something else that I've worried about that I'm not worrying about anymore because it's in God's hands is the 97% of the, chur- of the unchurched people who know nothing about Jesus. And I'm thinking, I, Karen, I've said, well, God, how are we going to win them to Jesus? How do, we don't know how to do that. Uh, you know, How do you share them with Jesus? You've got to leave that up to Him. You've got to leave that up to Him. Because guess what? It's His. He's the supernatural. We just need to walk in the supernatural with Him. But it's all about Jesus. And being led by him. You want to come and pray for those five people again this week? I want you to start doing that. Start praying for these people. Start praying for these people that, that, that you have the opportunity and you're going to have the opportunity to share Jesus. Not only that, start doing your homework. Write down your testimony. And then we're going to get you into a place where we're going to hold some classes and we're going to go in and we're going to look at your testimony and we're going to say, okay, you know, this may be a little long here, but you can maybe shrink it here and put it there and pray over it. You say, well, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, you did when you accepted Jesus because but you became a disciple of him. We're going to win them. Jesus, I pray, Father, that you help us to win souls for you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Help us, Lord, to win souls for you, Jesus. These five people, Lord, that are on our hearts that, are, that need a relationship with you, we just pray over them right now in Jesus' name. And Father, Lord, we pray that you will go to work on them even now before we get there to know that you're going to soften their hearts, even the hardest heart of, of, of souls, you're going to soften their heart to be able to be a part of the kingdom of God. And we glorify you and we praise you because we love you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anyone have a prayer that they they want to come and pray over uh, those five people, I encourage you to pray. And and I encourage you to write down those five people's names and pray over them every day. Pray over them every day. Get you a prayer partner, two or three of you, and you pray on the phone or pray... Uh, by messenger or however way, but begin to pray over those. Th- so if if three people joins on the Freedom phone, and, or you meet on a regular basis and you pray over these five away. people, that's fifteen people that you're the praying for on a regular basis. Get lost, some get some so people in to in pray with you about the unsaved. I'm throwing a lot at you, but it's not the only time you can hear it. You can go back and watch She's been it again.
1: Going at this all
0: And if you don't have a desire to win souls for Jesus, come to the altar and pray that God will give you that desire. If you have fear on you, that, that, that you're, you're afraid of what people are going to say about you for winning souls, come and pray that off of you. Get, you know, that's not yours. Don't give it back to Jesus because he doesn't give it to you. That's from Satan.
1: She's desperate for the light, but she's never going to ask you. It's good one word one hand tell me is that too high a price one awkward moment could be the one that saves a life your hurt your scars god will use to open up her eyes one awkward moment you'll see the gospel come alive Shipwrecks of your own, you're too young in your faith. She's a smart one, she will see right through your masquerade. You're scared that what you don't know might push her away. But don't cave to the weight of the fear that you're feeling. Cause she's standing right here and you're here for a reason Come alive Come alive You've walked in his shoes You've heard the lies You know the pain But he's still the truth He's still the light He's still the way One word, one hand Tell me to higher price one awkward moment could be the one that saves a life Your, your scars god will use to open to her rescue Away, stranded on the island of her yesterdays. Amen. Freedom was her ocean. Not speaking to any of you today. Away. Anything
0: that you need to share? Little princess before we go. dreaming got lost somewhere in the way. a big assignment ahead. But God is faithful, He's faithful. We can't expect them to just show up. We've got to get them. Yes, sir. Because you believe. Because you believe. Hallelujah. Don't pray for a blizzard on Sunday morning. <laughs> Jesus. Anybody else? We have an assignment ahead. Start praying over names. Write these people's names down. I encourage you to pray together. Small groups, pray for these people. Pray for these people. Um, and then write down your testimony. Start looking for scriptures. And then we'll start looking at your testimonies and, and, and we'll start developing a, a way for you to be able to share that testimony. In Jesus' name, have a great day.